My God, what a night down in Citizens Bank Park last night. The best win of the season. One of the best wins in recent Phillies memory. Just a thrilling come from behind win that leads up to the man Bryce Harper walking it off with a grand slam in the bottom of the ninth inning. Oh my goodness, I am still a day later jazzed. As you can tell, we will dive into it all. This is Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, August the 16th, and oh my God, I, I am bursting today after what I saw last night down at Citizens Bank Park. The Charlie Manuel effect is still in effect. It was a game that just felt like a loss. It felt like a loss. The Phillies unable to get anything going all night long until that fateful ninth inning when the Cubs let him back into it. We'll dive into the whole game start to finish as it was, again, the best win of the season, bar none for this Phillies team, 63-58 and 58 now on the season. Just a, again, absolutely thrilling. There's not even a, a word that comes close to describing it other than thrilling win for the Phillies. The Phillies go down early. Anthony Rizzo, it's a home run in the third inning to make it one to nothing. The Cubs add a few more in the fourth, adding three on a boat double. And Almora Jr. single, and then a Rizzo single as well. And then they add another in the fifth. Kyle Schwerber homers to make it five to nothing. You Darvish was lights out as well as Darvish was just nasty. Goes seven innings, ten strikeouts, no walks, only four hits allowed. Was just absolutely dominant. The Phillies unable to get anything going. Down five nothing. Heading into the eighth inning, the type of game that this Phillies team has lost time and time and time again this season. It it's almost felt like if they're down five nothing going into the eighth inning, just it's over. This game is over. And last night, by some miracle, and don't get me wrong, the Cubs certainly played a part. The Cubs did everything they could in that ninth inning to give the Phillies a chance to get into position to win it, but Ultimately, this Phillies team showed some chutzpah, showed some toughness, showed some fight, showed some energy, showed some fun. As again, just find a way to battle back. They put one up in the eighth inning. Corey Dickers in a single right. Should have been two. As Roman Quinn scores, and then Hoskins thrown out of the plate. Really a horrendous mistake by third base coach Dusty Walton, by Hoskins himself, to try and score there in a 5-0 game uh, to get the final out at home there was was absolutely horrendous. And the thing that felt like it could have cost them the game is you get to the ninth inning and all of a sudden things start happening. Brad Miller gets on with a single. Scott Kingery gets on with an error. So Kingery gets on with an error. Brad Miller, a single that the Cubs could have gotten who bounces off a glove. Roman scores a run, 5-2. Roman Quinn, a single that also... Bounces off a glove. And then the base is loaded. They hit Reese Hoskins by mistake. The base is loaded. Bryce Harper strides up to the plate. Pitching change by the Cubs as they take out Pedro Straub, who's just getting brutalized, and bring in Wick, the left-hander. And Wick, welp, it wasn't good. As Wick throws a 2-2 pitch to Bryce Harper, and a Harper just blasts it into right field, a monster second at 413-foot bomb 
from Bryce Harper now has seven home runs in August. My man is hot. How much have we talked about the one guy who, if he just gets going, could turn this whole thing around? Starting to get going. Bryce Harper's starting to get going, folks. And it is exciting. Just a a monumental victory last night. Really, I, I don't think you can undersell or oversell what a win that was last night. That is the kind of win that could turn a season around. And look, it was a sweep of the Cubs. Granted, the Cubs have been pretty bad on the road, but the Cubs still a first-place team heading into this series. And the Phillies swept them. On the road, also a team that theoretically also in the wild card chases them, the Cardinals fighting, and the Brewers fighting for that NL Central title. So three big wins at home after a brutal, incredibly disappointing West Coast trip. They come home and maybe have turned their season around. I know it sounds crazy to think about, but the move of Charlie Manuel for the first time in a while, the organization says, we believe in you guys, and we're going to do something to shake things up. They didn't do it at the trade deadline. They went out and got Jason Vargas. They went out and got Drew Smiley and Mike Morin. And, you know, again, as we said about uh, the the first game of the series, the 4-2 victory, the fact that Mike Morin and Blake Parker are pitching in the 7th and 8th inning of a tie game at the time when Parker comes in and then a 4-2 game when, when Morin comes in, these are two guys who literally were not wanted by other teams, and the Phillies picked them up off the scrap heap. Players that were on other teams and DFA'd, let go. And the Phillies came in and picked people up off the trash, trash heap. The fact that these guys have to pitch high leverage innings is unreal. And yet with all that, the Phillies find a way to win that game 4-2. Charlie comes to town. They put up the 11 spot. Excitement in the building, a spark. And then last night it felt like, oh, maybe it was a one-night thing. Maybe that spark is gone, and they do it. And I do think that after the trade deadline and the Vargas trade and then picking guys up off the scrap heap and doing really nothing, nothing of real substance to say, hey, we believe in this team. We're going to invest in this team. Go get them, guys. For the first time, and it was John Middleton who decides to make the move with Charlie Manuel, but ultimately Middleton says, yeah, this season's not over. We're going for it. I'm firing the hitting coach. And whether it was because John Maley had him too tight or whatever it is, the change has already borne fruit. And and as I said, from a hitting perspective, I think it's a no-brainer. I don't think there's any question that John, no offense to John Maley, but Charlie Manuel has forgotten more about hitting than John Maley will ever know. Charlie Manuel, one of the great hitting minds of a generation, one of the great hitting teachers of a generation, few people in baseball, in the world, no hitting the way that Charlie Manuel does. And more importantly, few people, no baseball, uh, no hitting the way Manuel does, and even fewer people can take that knowledge and teach it and have players implement it and understand it and make it digestible as Charlie Manuel can. So I love the the move from a, a pure hitting coach perspective. Obviously, I think the Gabe part of it and then bringing in the you know, World Series winning manager to be a hitting coach and all, all that and undermining Gabe and all that part of it is a whole separate issue. But from a pure spark perspective, from a pure hitting coach perspective, from pure the organization saying we believe in you guys and we're not giving up on this season perspective, I think it's already making a difference. And, and this team looked different. In that 11-1 game, they looked different. They were aggressive at the plate. They're chasing. They're not chasing you know, they're not waiting for, for 
a pitch and they're not trying to just work counts. They're going out and they're seeing pitches they like and hitting him. They did that last night. Last night it just it looked like it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna happen. It was you know the excitement that was there the night before wasn't gonna carry over, and then all of a sudden that ninth inning happened. And I again I I can't. I'm still in disbelief. I'm still in disbelief. <laughs> Bryce Harper, the way he sprinted around the bases, does like a high step down the first baseline and literally just starts sprinting around the bases was so jacked to get home and <laughs> to get into that pile. I just, man, I, I think, I hope you can hear it in my voice. It, it, I, honestly, the first time this season that I felt this way about this Phillies team, since the, since the first week of the season, since that excitement about bringing everyone in and the way that offense looked and all that stuff, since the first time since then, it feels special. And again, this is only a couple games. Charlie Manuel just got here, you know. But for the first time, there feels like there's a life and an excitement. You know, it feels like there's something special happening. It feels like, oh man, maybe they could go on a run. Funny thing is, with these three wins, they're only two away from their longest win streak of the season, which is ridiculous. But for the first time, it feels like, oh, wow, maybe maybe they could do something fun. You know, and again, we're not talking World Series or anything, but maybe they could do something fun here. Maybe they can win a wild card and win a game and make some noise in the playoffs and and really set themselves up for next year as a team that's really ready to take a step. It's so crazy. It's so crazy how we felt about this team just a few days ago to how we should feel now. It's... Honestly, I don't ever remember a few games, change, especially a few games in August. We're talking with 41 games left in the season. I don't ever remember a change in my feeling about the team like this. And again, look, I don't want to overreact too much to a very small sample size. Two games with Charlie here is the smallest of sample sizes. But I also can't ignore what I saw. What I saw from that team the last two nights. Again, this is a team that if it was 5 nothing in the eighth inning, the game was over. And it wasn't last night. It's incredibly exciting. And so on the one hand, I understand the smallness of the sample size, the the you know, how it's not necessarily just predictive of what's gonna happen or anything like that, but I also am not going to completely ignore what I'm seeing. I'm not going to completely ignore the fact that there feels like there's life on a baseball team that didn't feel like it had any life. That really matters. <laughs> Again, I just, I can't believe it. On a night where they get, they get four hits and no runs through seven innings, they find a way to win a baseball game. And Drew Smiley, maybe the honeymoon's over. Smiley wasn't great. Five innings, five earned, seven hits, six Ks, two walks. It was not all his fault. The defense did not help him out at all. Some really bad defense early in the game, but we might have to pump the brakes on the Drew Smiley as Cliff Lee thing that we've been doing. But um, I think Smiley was better than he looked last night, but I think that this is what we should have expected from Drew Smiley. But as we said, and as we have said hundreds of times over the last month and a half, two months, that there was only one thing that could really turn this season around. Only one thing could drastically change the fortunes of this team. And that was the offense. 
That was the offense finally playing up to its potential. That was Bryce Harper going on a run and looking like Bryce Harper, the guy who they signed to a $330 million contract, the guy who's been an all-star every year he's been in the league prior to this one other than the year he's hurt, the guy who won the MVP in 2015, that type of player, the type of player who's shown many times that he can go on runs and have a second half that makes him the best player in the sport for a month or whatever. That was the only way and is the only way that this team has a real chance to, to not only make the playoffs, but maybe win a game, get to that, that next series, have some fun against the Dodgers, do whatever, you know, at least go out and, and make this season feel like a success. And not every season has to, not every team has to win the World Series for the season to be a success. This is a Phillies team that hasn't been in the playoffs in eight years. They haven't sniffed the playoffs in eight years. This is a franchise that to go and win a wild card game and even get the chance to play in a seven game series, that would be a big accomplishment. That would be a successful season, especially considering where the season has been. And it would also be something that I've talked a lot about, but it would be something where players get meaningful reps for next year. Reps in September where games matter. Playoff reps. They know what the bright lights feel like. All that stuff is so crucial for teams. And for the first time in a while, it feels like that's all possible again. And I know it's only two games. It's only a three-game sweep of the Cubs. It's only two games since Manuel's been here, but... I can't ignore what I saw the last two nights. I can't. I saw a night where this offense looked as good as it has all season in terms of those first few innings when Charlie was there and just jumping on pitches, hitting balls hard. Every ball off the bat felt like it was over 100 miles an hour. I haven't seen that all season. And then I certainly haven't seen what I saw last night. Again, no doubt about it, the best win of the season. The best win of the last few seasons. Maybe the best win since 2011. Who knows? It's been a long time since the Phillies won a game like that, a game that was meaningful, a game against a good team, and a game where they were down and out, and it was over, and they nibbled and fought and clawed, and then their big boy hit the walk-off. A walk-off grand slam, no less. You don't see that every day, do you? Just a thrilling and potentially season-changing type of win. You know, baseball doesn't always work like that, and we've seen this team win a lot of good games this year and then revert back to the frustrating team that we have seen a lot this season as well. But that doesn't mean that wins can't change tides and that a certain performance can't change the direction of a, of a season. And last night feels like one of those games. This series feels like one of those series. It feels like when we look back on the season, we could look back and say, hey, remember that Cubs series? That's when it turned around. That's when it went from a frustrating, anger-inducing, disappointing season to something that ended up actually being a really fun season and a successful season and a season that we look back on as maybe a stepping stone to greater seasons beyond. I think that's on the table. And I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's even uh, likely to happen. But I'm saying for the first time in months, it feels like it could happen. It feels like it could happen. It's really exciting. It's really exciting to think about. The Phillies on the precipice of the playoffs, a game back of the Cubs now, who uh, have fallen behind the Cardinals in that uh, NL Central. The Nationals a game and a half up on the Cubs. 
Um, so the Phillies right there, clawing with the Brewers, 63 and 58, fighting. The fighting Phils are fighting. It's hitting season again. Bryce Harper's hitting walk-off Grand Slams. Man, oh, my goodness. I, I am, uh, in case you can't tell, which I'm sure you can, I'm bursting with energy. I'm bursting with excitement because for, for it's, if it just feels like this all been pent up. We've all been waiting to celebrate. We've all been waiting to be excited about this team. And last night we got it. This series we got it. And I hope it continues, and I believe that it can continue. And it could be the series we look back on that changed the season, and obviously coinciding with Charlie Manuel coming here. Uh, coincidence or not, I'm sure they will certainly be linked together. So, um, again, long way to go and only a few games, but it's okay to feel excited about this team right now. It's okay to be pumped because I'm pumped, and I'm starting to believe. Again, I'm not quite all there yet. I'm not saying this is going to happen. But I'm pretty excited. For the first time in a while, I'm pretty pumped, and it's exciting. Coming up, we will uh, continue to revel in the glory of last night's win. We will also look ahead to a big series this weekend at home as the San Diego Padres come to town. And again, this Phillies team riding this high, if they can find a way to keep this going, Obviously, have to win two or three against the, the Padres, but maybe sweep. If they sweep back-to-back -back series, they will have their longest winning streak of the season. Six games, which is insanity. But it's on the table. So coming up, we'll dive into all that and more. This Phillies Today is James Seltzer. We're coming right back. We are back, Phillies Today. James Seltzer, as we just continue to um, bask in the glory and excitement of the best win of the season last night, 7-5. Bryce Harper, a walk-off grand slam. It was only end of the night for Harper as Harper was over 3 heading into that at bat. 1-4 for four with 4 RBI and a run scored. Sounds a heck of a lot better to me. As Harper's starting to get it going, Harper's slugging percentage up to 490. He's starting to hit a little bit, folks. Harper's been hot. Seven home runs in August. His most of any month is a Philly. Up to 20. Five home runs on the season. Finally, taking that team lead. It's been all season long. We've waited. Bryce, our baby. Just a thrilling, awesome victory. And again, the Cubs helped them out. But the Phillies clawed and fought. And that has not been a hallmark of this team this season. But last night, boy, was it. And again, I think the real message for me is that it's okay to be excited, that it's okay to feel good about this team again, which has been non-existent for a long time. There's a team that had been in a playoff spot pretty much all season long in one form or another, and then slowly they lose the NL East lead, and the Braves pass them, the Nationals pass them, and they're still sitting there in that second wild card spot. And then finally, you know, last week they fall out of that second wild card spot and now have been fighting their way to get back into it. But... For the first time through that whole run, they've competed. They've been there. They're not out of it. They've just been frustrating and disappointing. But for the first time, I finally feel the excitement. I finally feel hope, high hopes, as it were. I finally feel that. And man, is it, uh, is it glorious? It's glorious. It's so exciting to think about this team and, and not think about being angry and not think about being depressed and not think about being frustrated, but to think about, man, Bryce Harper looks like Bryce Harper. 
to think, wow, the Phillies found a way to come back from an insurmountable, what's seemingly an insurmountable lead, even though five runs shouldn't be insurmountable for this team, it has been. And they won it, and they walked it off, and they swept the Cubs. And they believe in themselves. Like, you could see it at home plate. You could see it this game. This team is finally coming together. And whether it's bringing Charlie back or just getting rid of John Maley or whatever it is, or players just getting hot, maybe guys are just starting to finally hit the way they're supposed to. Whatever it is, it is glorious. And I'm ready to ride the wave. And again, I'm not saying that it's a lock that this continues, but... For the first time all season, it feels like it could. It feels like three wins in a row don't just mean that they're going to lose the next two and disappoint you or that they'll win a game, lose a game. They'll play great one game and then look like crap the next one. That's not what this necessarily has to mean because it feels different. It feels special for the first time all season. Maybe this starts a run. Maybe this team puts it all together and gets going. And that is so incredibly exciting to think about. And that run will have to start this weekend. Coming up in one sec, we will dive into the weekend's matchup and look ahead at the schedule coming up first. A quick mention, the Phillies do. uh, I'm talking about Mike Morin and Blake Parker. They add another guy to the bullpen where they pick up off waivers. Jared Hughes of the Cincinnati Reds, DFA'd by the Reds. The Phillies claim him on waivers. And um, I actually really like this move. I think he's a better pitcher than Morin or Blake Parker. Last year, Jared Hughes was awesome. He was a great pitcher for the Reds last season. The ERA of around like 2.68 or something like that was, was nasty. And also someone who, if you watch him pitch, passes the eye test. He has got nasty stuff. He's one of those guys who runs in from the bullpen, which is always fun. Um, I, I like the Jared Hughes signing. And again, you know, I'm not getting too excited. And I am frustrated that their whole plan to solving the bullpen this season as guys go down and people you count on aren't there and all that stuff has been to, oh, we'll just pick guys up off the scrap heap. But in this case, I really like the move. I think Hughes can help, and uh, I'm excited to see Hughes here. So nice move. Again, a low-cost, low-budget type of move, but a, but a nice move nonetheless. All right, looking ahead this weekend. Can the Phillies keep this row going? The Padres have been struggling, have not been playing great baseball. Fernando Tatis, the one of the best, if not best, young player in baseball, hurt on the IL. So that is a, a win for the Phillies tonight. They get it started. Vince Velasquez goes up against Chris Paddock, who is awesome. Chris Paddock, a rookie, has been really good. Um, Not quite as good as he was earlier in the year. He's starting to wear down a bit, so that's a nice opportunity. But Paddock's good. You'll see Paddock and be like, oh, that dude's good. He's legit. But Velasquez pitched much better as of late, so you hope that Vinny can kind of keep this going. Saturday, the 17th, Denilson Lametal pitch for the Padres, who uh, just recently came back from the aisle, has pitched uh, great in one start, so-so in the other um, and going up against Zach Eflin as Eflin back in the rotation with Jake Arrieta on the shelf and likely, quote-unquote, done for the season. Eflin back in the rotation, so we'll cross our fingers for that one. And then on Sunday, Jason Vargas will look to continue his, you know, two out of three solid starts at the Phils. I think he gives us another one on Sunday going up against Joey Lucchese, a battle of lefties against the Padres as the Padres can pitch, but the offense has struggled. And, again, um, Phillies are a better team than the Padres. So the Padres come into town. Phillies are good at home. This is a spot where the Phillies need to keep this run going, keep this momentum. Worst case, you have to take two or three. Worst case. But, man, if you can sweep six straight wins, get a little thing going, it could get pretty exciting around here. And, 
again, for the first time all season, I actually believe it could happen. At no point have I thought this team was ready to go on a run. No point. I think they might go on a run. It's pretty exciting. So this weekend, big weekend of baseball. Be locked into it. We will be back on Monday to react to it all. As again, excitement is in the air. Hopefully, the Phillies can keep it going this weekend. Either way, we will be back to talk about it all on Monday. So until then, have a wonderful weekend. And thank you for listening to Phillies today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network.